Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with a... Uh, I don't think it works this way. Oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. B-Pod Studios. Yeah, one of my friends works at Bleacher Bar, so she's going to put on the Celtics game at 5. Nice. And then the Red Sox game at 7. Opening day COVID style. Yep. If I'm going to get it, it better be because of sports. (laughs) (laughs) Now. The Wicked Fast Podcast with Lungboy and Timmy G. I feel the need for me for Um, hello, this is the Wicked Fast Podcast. You gotta get speed. Demon speed. Speed's what we need. We need greasy, fast speed. Ludicrous speed. Now, to anyone out there who wants to go fast, anybody... I want to go fast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There we go. All right. Wicked Fast Podcast, episode 167. Brian Bell here. Timmy G over here. Hello, everyone. Wherever you are. And uh, it's the Wicked Fast Podcast. Going to talk some NASCAR. And, of course, you can always find us on our social medias. Uh, the Wicked Fast Podcast Facebook page, where we are streaming this episode live right now. At Wicked Fast Podcast on Insta. Uh, or at Wicked Fast PDCST, ran out of letters on Twitter. So, uh, Timmy G, what's up, bud? Hey, what's going on? Another another pandemic day. That's right. And we got, uh, actually, we do have a special guest coming up today, too. What? We got uh, Dave McGrath from yes. New Hampshire Motor Speedway, one of our favorite guys, uh, yep. to talk about the Foxwoods 301, because we're actually going to go be able to go see some racing mm-hmm. right there. Up he's in probably our most, he's probably been on the podcast the most, besides you and I. We're on it quite a bit. Yeah, we are on it quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we have some stuff to recap. And then because just the pandemic, I don't know what day it is anymore. Uh, we have racing tomorrow night. We're recording this on Wednesday, Thursday night racing. Yeah, in Kansas. And then 10 days off and then. Give them time to drive to New Hampshire, I guess. Yeah. Or fly. Yeah. Into Manchester. So uh, we got the all-star race. We got yeah. Texas to recap. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of the All Star race? I mean, I I liked it. Your boy won, and you know, yeah. we make we made picks, and I'm like, why don't we just pick our favorite drivers for that? Why do we th- no. overthink it? Because the last five weeks, I've been disappointed with Chase, so I was just like, no way he's going to pull this off. And of course, he wins the race. That doesn't mean anything. He's good of at that. He does. But did you hear how NASCAR is not very happy with Chase Elliott because he went up into the stands during the open and people started flocking towards oh. him and not practicing social distancing? So Yeah, that's probably Chase. not a great idea. Way to go, Chase. But uh, no, I mean, it was great to see Chase win and like he dominated the race. Yeah. Like, he started from seventh or eighth or no, like 14th or 15th and he dominated the race. Great job. But there's so many things like what did you think about the choose the lane? I or choose was, the line, I should say. Yeah, it was, I, it was weird. I wish weird. more drivers, like, actually did it so, like, the ninth place car would be yeah. in second, but it's a million dollars. I get it. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty it. good. Um, what did you think about the lights? I kind of liked it. It was kind of neat. It made it, I didn't, 
I didn't like the Chevy ones because every single time they went in the corner, I thought their car was on fire. Yeah, the, the color choice was a little odd. It was Sam Especially, liked it because you know he's uh, ten, and it reminded us of watching like Cars. Yeah, <laughs> the movie. I, th- I I wish each team did it based on like their sponsor. Like when Kurt Busch did his, and he had the lime green underneath the black. That yeah. was awesome. But seeing the seeing the orange under a black and lime green car, like. I get it. The manufacturer thing. It's cute. It's adorable. But like, I just wish they did actual lights, like based on the cars. I think it would have been. Yeah. You know, it's like matching your sneakers with your outfit. Yeah. It was kind of neat though. It was kind of cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. I absolutely liked it. It was better than like the light up puck in hockey when they tried that. That's true. That's true. And number locations. Didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I'm like, I thought my buddy Dave brought up a great point. I feel like every car that had white as the main number as the color or yeah, yeah they the main number color was white right made it look a lot better yeah it was funny though because when we did turn the race on sam was like why are the numbers back there i'm like oh so you did notice it okay yeah it, it was, wasn't it wasn't awful like, though like eric amarola's car i thought was awful yeah <laughs> but kyle bush's car looked good yeah because it had that white lettering so but you know the all-star race was fun i liked it at bristol i thought it was a little too quick but when I was texting you, I felt like that was right up your alley for someone who needs to go a little during the week, needs great. to go yeah. to bed a little bit earlier. No, I'm like, hey, great. Race is over. See you later. I gotta get yeah, up. See you later. I felt like it was perfect for you. It's Thursday um, night race tomorrow. Yeah, know. but obviously the story before was Bubba and McDowell. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba went off. Absolutely went off on McDowell afterwards. It was kind of funny. And then he carried his bumper. Over to McDowell's uh, trailer. I don't know if you saw that picture. I did. And funny. yeah, they're and auctioning they raised, it off, right? Yeah, they, they've they already, already raised it? like over fifteen thousand dollars for charity for it based on auction. So very, very funny. Um, but wow, Bubba was Bubba was he was heated. He was he, heated. was he was angry. Yeah. Um were you shocked that Clint Boyer won the fan voting? That, or do you think that's just like a bar stool thing? Maybe. I mean, that could be a bar stool thing. Yeah, that's a good point. They do kind of, you know, turn everything they touch into gold. Yeah, it's, it's um, crazy, but I, I, I don't know. I just figured Bubba would have won it. I, or I was hoping Bubba would yeah. roll in on I the fan. Well, Bowman, sorry, Bowman couldn't have won it because he was already in the race because he won a race this year. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was interesting that it was like Clint Boyer. Like, I know he's popular and a lot of people like him. And maybe some people liked him from the iRacing stuff that he did. But Yeah, yeah. When he was on the but, and he was like on the broadcast, so I mean that helped him out too. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I was interested. I looked at the TV ratings afterwards. It's the worst number ratings for the All Star race since two thousand three, but hmm. it was a twenty one percent jump from any of the other mid race weeks that we've had since the pandemic. Oh, all right. So I feel like I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, I mean, well, because like also good. it's usually like this the. The All Star Race is usually on a Saturday night, mm-hmm. so it's like Saturday night race. It's kind of a, you know, it gets it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, more of a big deal. So I think that's still pretty good. It was a jump from the midweek ones. That's good, but yeah, it was down from a Saturday night big. Yeah, of course. To-do. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so, do you want it to stay at Bristol, or did you like Charlotte? It was fine. I didn't mind it. I thought it was fun. I, I w- I think if the drivers are more aggressive, I would want it at Bristol. But if they're going to drive like that, you might as well just put it back in Charlotte. Why don't they do it at, like, North Wilkesboro or oh, bring yeah, back some great. track that isn't on the circuit? Yeah. Or like, that'd be kind of neat. Or go up to Iowa and just do it at a super small track like that. Nobody needs to go to Iowa. 
Well, some of the, some <laughs> of the uh, usually, just... usually when back in the day when the Cup Series was at Loudon, yeah, and they had the Truck Series on Saturday, the Saturday right. night races were in uh, Iowa for the Xfinity Cup. Yeah, but I think at that time the Bush. And usually they they try to keep it close to home base because they it's almost like a vacation week for the drivers. It's yeah, like All Star mm-hmm. race, so they're you know close to home, so they don't have to travel too much. It's yeah. a little bit more low drag than a regular race weekend. Absolutely. But that would Absolutely. be fun. You know, there's some yeah. cool tracks that maybe they could run it at. Maybe go out to Las Vegas. No. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. We want you're... the All-Star Race to be exciting and fun. I just know it. you hate Las Vegas. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we got uh, Texas. Yeah. Talk to me. Three back in victory lane. Must have been cool to see for you Earnhardt fans. Yeah, although I, my boy Blaney was, like, dominating all day. Well, Ryan Blaney needs to stop leading a lot of laps. I don't think he's ever won a race if he's led more than 100 laps. Yeah. I think that's what Rick Allen said, or it was, yeah. like, six out of the last seven or something. Maybe he won one, but six out of the last seven. He can't finish. He it's like the third, the third, just can't I hate to say this, but out. he's kind of, driving-wise, again, I say this driving-wise, he's kind of like the new number 42, the old number 42. Driving. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> yeah. dominating and then just and then, has a good See finish. you later. He's like the he just, anti-Kevin Harvick, not the yeah. closer. Exactly. It was almost kind of like what Alex Bowman was earlier this year because Alex Bowman, like he won stage after stage, and then yeah. the third stage would come around and you'd be like, "Where, where's Alex Bowman? So I – but I, I feel like it's good for him, you know, if he can keep this up going into the playoffs, he'll eventually get that win to move on to the next round. But I – if you told me that RCR was going to finish one and two, yeah, right. I would say that would be the most twenty twenty thing I've I've heard. <laughs> it, yeah. I feel like it's just the perfect finish for the way twenty twenty has been going for for everyone. But and it's uh, Kyle Busch, kind of back a little. Yeah, kind of. I Had thought it, he was going to go for the sweep. I, I mean, yeah, he won the Xfinity race, but then got disqualified. Right. He won the truck race. He didn't get disqualified, so that one counted. And then he, when he was. When he was moving up front, I was like, oh, God, he's going to sweep. It's back. He's going to do it, and then he's going to get all this mojo, and it's going to be over for all of us. So, yeah, maybe he's uh, maybe his team's moving in the right direction, though. Yeah, but, I mean, what a – so cool for Austin Dillon. A little bit of an awkward celebration afterwards where his wife jumped on, like, the Zoom on NBC. Did you see that? I did not, no. Oh, yeah. So, like, Rick was trying to talk to her, but she was so excited, and she was holding the baby that, like, she didn't respond to him. <laughs> and it was just, like, dead silence, and it was just, like, so awkward. But really, like... Well, I, I wonder, it was it was over Zoom, though? I wonder if, yeah. like, if Austin had, like, the head a headset in or, like, an earbud so that she couldn't hear Rick Allen, I wonder. Oh, and was listening to him. And you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, no, but she was, like, whole, she was literally, like, if this was the baby, she was literally just, like, holding it like this while Rick's hey how do you feel how's everything going and she's just like <laughs> like, <completely laughs> okay. like what's going All on right, great um but no i mean we have we've had austin dylan on before he was awesome to talk to he's such a good nice guy it's just you, what'd you think about his, just hasn't been great what do you think about his silver spoon speech uh that was interesting <laughs> wasn't expecting that <laughs> uh great show from the 80s too uh, <laughs> but Ricky Schroeder anyway but it's crazy now we have 10 winners and there's still eight races to go or seven races to go yeah That's this is good. something I've always wanted I've wanted to have 17 different winners and ho- they so, got to figure out what's next 
Yeah. Are they going to take all 17? Or Everybody in. At some point? Yeah. Like, you really think we're going to get seven more winners? I mean, we've had two people that we didn't think were going to win at all this year win in the last two weeks. And yeah. NASCAR announced the other day that there's no more qualifying and no more practicing for the yep. rest of the year. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, and I noticed uh, on the uh, Fantasy Live, too, there was a little note when I logged in on the Fantasy app. said, yeah. uh, due to technical difficulties with the garage lock time at Texas, the lowest scoring driver for each Fantasy Live team will be moved to the garage so that lineups will receive optimal points. Your driver uses will not count from this race. Ooh. What? Yeah. So your Texas lineup doesn't count towards your uh, your uses. Kind of okay. cool. Do you huh? want to see how bored I am, Brian? Oh, God, what did you do? I know you're not going to be able and, to see this. And moments moments away from uh, Dave McGrath. Uh, you're not going to be able too. to see it, but okay, I well. actually set up my lineup on a notepad in my phone for every single race until the regular <laughs> season ended. Because I only have like three more starts for Harvick, three more starts for Brad Kay. Like I have five more for Blaney. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. how am I going to figure this all out? So I was literally sitting at home one day and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I literally figured it out, including my garage drivers too, for the next six races. So that completely screws me over. So now you have yeah. an extra use for people. Yeah. Good. So glad you have an you, extra use for Blaney. Glad you planned ahead. Oh, that's sick. If I have an extra use for Blaney, because there's so many more mile and a half left. Cause I mean, do should we get into the, uh, fantasy well uh i just want to talk about just one thing. oh yeah don't, sorry um, about that yeah uh with uh with rcr yeah that tyler reddick finished second too like, yep he the rookies are just so awesome yeah like, they are running well the, the just the fun stat of the race was kevin harvick it was his 700th start yep and no driver who has ever started their 700th cup race has ever won <laughs> that's funny well because yeah kyle bush or kurt bush just did it two weeks ago right and he didn't win. Jeff no. Gordon didn't win on his 700th. Did Jimmy they do Johnson a big thing? Win. I didn't. I didn't see the pre-race because I know. Um, no, I mean Kurt they, Bush's they, wife like sent balloons and all that stuff. To, to I didn't watch much silly. of the pre-race because I'm still upset about how Dale Jarrett looks. So okay, <laughs> all right. I I didn't watch much of that. But yeah, we can get into fan, fantasy. Yeah. Oh man! So an extra use of all these drivers. Oh, you're so excited now. Um, where well, is? Well, because I was only going to use. Go. I know I'm already thinking way too ahead, but there like, we go. Michigan. Am I sharing that? Yeah, Michigan, you want the Penske boys. All right. Wait, who so that won, means you won this who week. Who won Texas Motor Speedway? Oh, oh, oh look at oh. that at the top of the list. That's Thanks an asterisk. The glitch. Asterisk. An absolute asterisk of a win. This guy right here. Well, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I do feel bad because I, you know, I was free. You, yeah. <laughs> you weren't watching the race in Amarola. Um, was in like 15th. Kyle Bush just got into that big crash. He right. went back, and then all of a sudden, so I, I had told put, you. I, I had like, put Kyle into the garage. I was like, stick with Amarola, and then Kyle Bush went in like sixth, and then he actually moved back. So it's I think your lineup's the same. Fantasy miracle of miracles. If yep. I were to guess, Kyle Bush is still lower than Amarola, no? Uh, That's probably how you set it up, but how did you yeah. finish? I don't, I don't know. Scroll up. Isn't there a week by week? Where's that thing that you usually do where you can uh Oh there you go. Click on like the lineups and stuff. Oh yeah, wait, race results. There yeah. you go. Um so here you go. Here's my 
Oh, so Kyle Busch got the third most points. Yeah. Wow, so you gained 13 points because of a glitch on the internet. Yep. Unbelievable. And I will take it. Take it. Because sometimes (laughs) there's a wreck, and you, uh, you know, you just make out. You catch the caution at the right time. Oh, man, this is really going to... All that hard work I put in. It took me like an hour to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) It's unbelievable. Um, But that is good news because, uh, look at that. There's our overall league standings. You are right up the top, my man. Yeah, me and Superior Motorsports, we've been battling back and forth. Yeah. Got a nice little lead over Dewey's driver, uh, Dewey Driver's Riding School. So Ooh, that's look, good. That helped me catch up to John, the Champ yeah, Strikes Back. I, need, I am within striking distance of Champ Strikes we need, Back. We need John out of the top five. I'll that would, do that what mean, I can do. I'll see that what means I can he do. has fallen every single year since we started after he won. Really just proves what a fluke it is. Exactly. That's <laughs> you literally put the words in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Well, before Dave starts, you just want to do you want to pull up the NASCAR standings? Well, yeah. And actually, you know what else I wanted to talk about? That did you uh, hear Brad Kay's comments? Yeah. So uh, Matty D had a strong car all day. He. He did such a great job. Like, Matty D should be in everyone's lineup this upcoming week at Kansas. If you, I was going to say, if you need someone to, you know, if you need someone that, to if you need to use, starts, but, but now yeah. you just gained a race back. So now you probably don't need him. Um, but Matty D's been great a mile and a half. You know, he's a mini me of the Penske team. Yep. But he had a driver. I forget, was it Hoff? Quinn Hoff. Yeah. Yeah. Quinn Hoff. Quinn Hoff, like, who wrecks all the time. <laughs> He does, but, like, this one was, like, anyone, even, like, the people in the media challenge that have never stepped in a NASCAR before would know not to do. Yeah. He literally was in the high lane. I'm just going to pit from the top lane. And just drive down, and then it hit someone else, and it ruined Matty D's day, and Matty D, and I he think, finished, like, 15th or 16th. He didn't have a rearview mirror from an earlier, like, yeah. brush with somebody. Like, and- so he's like, well, I got no mirror. I may as well just take a left and go all the way down the track. And where's your spotter? Yeah. Like, it's a whole team thing. It's just not like the driver. It's just like, so I mean, one of the things, all around. one of the things Brad K said was how he thinks that there should be like a, you know, actually like soccer, I believe, does this, you know, the, the Premier League. Like, a team can fall out of the upper ranks if they don't maintain a certain level. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so what would you do? Move that team down to Xfinity? Yep. That's what he says, the, the, or the driver. The whole, see, but I don't think you could do that, right? Because sponsorships. But, but like that kid, right, Quinn Hoff, he only had ten Xfinity starts. Yeah, it's like he. I, where did he come from? Like no one. <laughs> How did he get put, that seat? No one can put Chase Briscoe in a car. Like no one. Like you got to put Quinn Hoff. Like what? Like you know, we've had Brandon Poole on. You know, during the pandemic, I think it was like the second yeah. or third week we were doing this. Yeah. And he has raced everything. Oh, yeah. Multiple years in multiple circuits, so it makes a lot of sense. But I didn't know Quinn Hoff had only 10 Xfinity starts. That's a joke. Right? I feel like you haven't – He Brad K, the way he says it makes you want to punch him in the face. But he does kind of have a point. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> you know? I mean, I always think that, like, it only should be the top 30 cars and points every week that start anyways. I think yeah. it will save NASCAR a lot of money. I think it will save a lot of teams money, and it will make the competition better. Because, like, can you imagine if Corey LaJoy, who's in 31st right now, knows, hey, I'm eight points out, 
in the final stage and I need to make it so I can race next week. Yeah, but then how do you then how do you get back in? <laughs> that sucks. And then if you're if you're out win, of the top win, thirty, how do you get back win, in? Win an Xfinity race. You're allowed back in. Ah. How's that? Or win, I don't know, an Arca series race or something. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right. We're waiting for uh, Dave McGrath. He should be popping in momentarily. I'm actually going to check my email right now to make sure he's got all the info and he's good to go. Make sure they haven't right, well, emailed while, me. While you do this, thing. I'll talk about the uh, the NASCAR standings uh, currently. So regular season point-wise, Kevin Harvick leads Brad Kay by 88 points, and then it's Blaney, Chase, Logano, Denny, Martin Trucks Jr., Amarola, Bowman, and now Kurt Busch has moved into the top 10. Matty oh, yeah, D, Boyer. There you go. Uh, Byron, Jimmy Johnson, and Austin Dillon are the rest of the top 16. Yep. As you can see, uh, Kyle Busch, folks, <laughs> is 14th in the playoff standings. Uh, but overall, I think he's ninth in – no. Where is he? In the points overall? Did he drop that much? Oh, he's 10th overall. Uh, but now that we have 10 winners, Kyle Busch is now 14th. Jimmy Johnson – is right on the bubble, yeah. uh, leading so his go by teammate rank. Byron by, I think, two points, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Matty D's on the bubble. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so Matty D's oh, there up. There we go. Yeah, Matty D's up one point. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with, uh, I don't think it works this way. Oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. Oh, we got uh, Dave McGrath dinging in here. All right, cool. Let's admit Dave to our Zoom meeting. Joining in. Hey, look at that. Look at that nice office connecting to audio. There he is. All right. How's everybody? Boy, it's good good to see you. Awesome. All right. uh, Love the backdrop there, Timmy. Thanks. Uh I ripped ripped it off your website and made it a collage. (laughs) Yeah. Don't sue us. Even better. (laughs) All right. Hey, we're we're already rolling live on our Facebook. We've just uh, recapped... Texas and the All-Star Race, and we're going to look ahead a little bit more because joining us is uh, the man, the Executive Vice President and General Manager for New Hampshire Motor Speedway, our buddy Dave McGrath. Dave, good to see you. Hey, good to see you guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, you guys are getting ready because we've got the new race date, August 2nd, the Foxwoods 301, and uh, what do you think? You guys ready? You know... Well, first of all, let me just tell you, I, I was doing a really cool thing this morning. I was literally walking around every nook and cranny of the speedway, up in race control, out on the back stretch, And let me just tell you, there is an army of people out there painting, cleaning, last-minute details, and we're going to make the old Magic Mile sparkle. And uh, come August 2nd, when the Foxwoods Resort Casino 301 gets underway, it's going to look great. But I'm uh, really proud of the team, and the facility is coming along really, really nicely. I know that, uh, yeah, I know so much more. I mean, there always is so much that goes into a race weekend. But to make this with moving everything and having the fans in, what are some of the changes that you guys are going to have to do for the fans that are coming to the race? Yeah, so first of all, great question, Brian. And and, and probably the biggest thing is we're going from a three-day show to a one-day show. Yeah. So 
Sunday only. You know, we certainly know that our race fans and campers um, love to come in and see practice and qualifying on Friday, an all-star shootout with the modifieds. And then, of course, Saturday, we usually stack it in like cordwood, right? You've got three events normally on a weekend, including our big um, uh, modified race, which we know is a fan yeah. favorite and Xfinity and all that. But that's a big change that we're just going to a one-day show. We're not allowing camping this year, so it's just an arrive in the morning. So it's just really different. But here's the thing I would tell race fans. That at the end of the day, we're still going to put on a whale of a show. It's going to be a great day of racing at the Magic Mile when you have the NASCAR Cup Series compete. It's going to be, you know, uh, very, I don't know, I think it's going to be a very normal day in that respect of everything that's just a little unusual this year and brought yeah. my way of the way we have to decide the weekend. Um, but I want fans to also know they're going to be very safe here. We're going to make sure that we keep you all socially distanced when we place you in the grandstands. We'll make sure that there's extra hand sanitizing stations that were deep cleaning areas of the speedway where there's a lot of touch points um, just to make sure that everybody feels safe. And we ask fans when you come in and you're on your way into the gates, just wear a mask, put on a face mask, wear it when you're going to the restroom or using to go down and get some food at the concessions. Yep. And then when you're in your seats in the grandstands, take it off. I mean, certainly by, but I mean, usually the, you know, know, usually they're taking their shirts off in the stands anyway. So I try to social distance from that guy. But I think if we play smart and, yeah. and, and the other thing I just want everybody to understand too, we take great responsibility in what we're doing. I mean, this will really be one of, this will be New England's first major sporting event since yeah. the pandemic really began in March. Yep. Um, and we take that seriously for both our race fans, our own team and the community with which we live and serve. We just want to make sure that we do this the right way. And that's why I ask fans, help us out, work with us on that. And yeah. I think together we're going to put on a great show and, and, and hopefully be the envy of sporting events uh, here in New England and beyond. Yeah. Show up and don't be a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Well, I have a question because my full-time job, I run a box office for a concert venue in the city. How busy is your ticketing office? Because just from canceling a show, I can't even imagine what your ticketing office is going through and how many hours they're putting in to set this all up and contacting everyone that they need to contact. It like stresses me out and I'm not even a part of it. To me, it's crazy. I mean, they are inundated um, and you've got a couple of different channels going on. You've got folks that couldn't move from July to August or wanted to move into 2021 and not come at all to 2020 for whatever reason. Um, so you've got to look at, you know, credits and and moving you know moving fees and ticket fees into 2021 but i would tell you when we made the announcement and and worked very closely with the governor uh governor chris nunu and his team at, at the state of new hampshire and locally with the town of loudon when we made that decision to move and and have fans um ticket sales went crazy i mean people were, were picking up the phone because we knew we were only going to run at a really limited capacity yeah but it has been it has been crazy, but one of the great things about our company is Speedway Motorsports, as you all know, owns eight NASCAR tracks around the country, and we were able to tie into other ticketing teams to help us with the overflow. Oh, cool. We just got our ears pinned back yeah. with all the fans wanting information, wanting to buy a ticket when we made that announcement back at the uh, the end of June. So, it, yeah, you're right. As a promoter yourself on understanding how a box office works, it's been, it's been a busy, yeah, we've got I a great it. crew and, and, and we'll answer. But the other thing I just mentioned too, is we're also very busy right now 
getting people placed into their seats. And this will be the first year that we go with a electronic ticket as opposed to a physical printed ticket. Cool. So people have to get a link, upload their tickets, load them into their either, either their Android or their Apple phone, and, and then walk in with that and scan that in as you come through the gate. So there's a lot of changes, but our team is really walking the fan through that process as we speak. And it's it's been they've been really busy. Cool. And of course, you can still get tickets, NHMS.com. 70 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids 12 and under. And you're going, is it cashless too up there? It is. We're trying to be as cashless as possible. So when you come in, we'll you know, certainly take credit cards, but you can use your Apple Pay when you, when you get down to concessions. We're trying to structure all of our food vendors to be really quick in, this, in the respect of grab-and-go stuff so that you're not waiting in long lines. And again, we'll have all the markings on the ground for fans to stand so that they're all six feet. And, yep. and, and we just ask them to respect that. And I think most people at this point get it. And I think they'll be um, you know, ready to do that when they show up at, uh, at New Hampshire Motor Speedway on August 2nd. Do you, as Speedway Motorsports and NASCAR community, feel any extra pressure putting on all these events, knowing that the NBA is in a bubble, the NFL doesn't know what's going on yet? Do you guys feel like additional pressure making sure that like everything goes smoothly? Because it sounded like the Bristol race went well. I know that's a Speedway Motorsport place. So do you guys feel extra pressure from maybe some of the local teams because you know that they're watching down on you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And it goes back to my point a few minutes ago. We, we take it as a great responsibility to me. Um, and yeah, we've learned some things. I mean, it, it, honestly, July 15th, the night of the all-star race seemed like seven months ago, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it wasn't, uh, it, it, we learned some things from that. And even what we just did last weekend with Texas motor speedway and pick up more cues on how to be better. But yeah, I, I believe, but here's the thing, right? We're an outdoor venue. That's first and foremost. We're a large venue. So when you only have a limited capacity in a large outdoor venue, it, I think it, it lends itself to, to really being a great venue to have an event live with fans because, yeah. again, you can space them and they're outside. And, and, and so I think that's obviously, I think certainly Foxbro and Fenway, they may be looking very closely yeah. at what we do and how we do it. Um, and yeah, we take it very seriously. And we do know that a lot of fans will be a lot of other uh, sports enterprises will be watching what we do and how we do it. Yeah. Well, and I know just one last one on, on like fan stuff. And then I want to talk about some of the, you know, actual racing stuff. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, cause I know one of the, one of everybody's favorite thing is just roll up with your cooler and you know, everybody locks them on the fence, but it's a little different this year as well. Right. Yeah. So what we're asking fans to do is leave the coolers at home. Uh, or in the trunk of your car or the back of your bed of your pickup truck. But rather come into the stadium, come into the, to the grandstands with a 14 by 14 by 14 inch clear plastic bag. And the reason, and you can bring food and drink in that and, and each person can bring one. And the reason for that is it's just easier to get through security. It right. won't backlog. And, and we don't want people's hands inside coolers looking at things. It's just, it's not, this is not a good time uh, to, to be doing that. So we feel that it serves two main purposes, certainly security, clearing, getting, you know, keeping people from getting crowded together, and then just for the safety of the fan as they come through. Cool. Uh, just, before, Brian, before we get to the racing, I, your social media team does an awesome job of showing what's going on. I noticed the, uh, the grandstands in turn three and four are a little bit smaller or, or gone. Yeah. For, for the <laughs> yeah. Um, They're invisible when, now. <laughs> when did that happen? Is that going to be more camping features that you guys had? Because I know you guys did it last year and it looked like it was a success for you guys. Are you guys expanding that? 
Yeah. So what we're going to do is we've, well, well, the way we look at it is we're right-sizing the property and remodeling to make new experiences for race fans. And we had an entire plan pre-COVID-19 for our 30th anniversary season that um, would have included a large party tent and a big 30th anniversary celebration. But we've had to scale that back this year. And quite frankly, we didn't even know we'd have, we'd have fans in the grandstands up until, you know, early this summer. So, um, but yeah, the space, the, the grandstands are, are no longer there, but the space will become more trackside opportunities, whether it's hospitality, fan amenity and or camping. Um, this year, we'll dress it up and it'll look nice. We'll have some, uh, some, uh, a big support and thank you to our frontline workers. Uh, there'll be a celebration of that interns uh, four or three and four. But as you can see, what we did with Trackside Terrace, we created a brand new experience where RV owners can park right on the catch fence. Yeah. There's water, sewer, um, and electric hookup. And then, of course, the success that we've had with the granite ledge up in turn three that just has one of the best overviews and vistas of the entire speedway. Mm-hmm. And again, very highly popular um, with a lot of corporate sponsors to be able to just sit there. And that's becoming the new trend in our sport, guys. And I, just, I want to just be clear on that is that we, we tend to move more towards trackside hospitality as opposed to the, the white tent behind the, the, the grandstands yeah. and yeah. then walking into the grandstands. A lot of people now want to be able to entertain their customers in an enclosed area and never lose sight of the racetrack yeah. and just have it all in one contained space. That's cool. So that's kind of where we're morphing the business because um, it's, it's, it's really popular and, and it's a really great vantage point to watch racing at the magic mile. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Cause that is, that turn three is such a great view. I remember when I was 30 years ago, when I first went to the track, when it opened with my dad and we used to camp up that hill and over to the left before my dad got a spot on the back stretch. And when you'd turn that corner and walk from the top of that hill and you'd see the track, it was like, there it is. It was great. Right right there in front of you. Just yeah, it's the best. I think, you know, I think next year it just has to be the 30 asterisk year. (laughs) That's all you need to do because you need a good celebration, you know, do that. Yeah. I mean, just 30 asterisk. That's all you need. Yeah. All right. Keep the party going. Yeah. Because really, now coming into this, uh, we've got Jimmy Johnson last season. Yeah. He, I feel like he's actually running pretty well. He is. Uh, and then you've got these two guys who are dominating the year, uh, Harvick and Hamlin, who they have pretty good track records at New Hampshire, too. The last year's race. I mean, those yeah. two were beating on each other's bumpers in the, in the final turn. Yeah. I mean, what are you looking forward to? Because uh, you're not only, you know, the executive vice president and general manager of NHMS, you're also a race fan. <laughs> what are you looking you know, forward to? I always to? tell this story. It's funny you say that. Um, how much time do we have, by the way? We're, we're good. I mean, hey, yeah, as, much as much time, time as, as you want. Need? All right. Yeah. I, won't, I don't want to bore your, your, your viewers <laughs> with this. My, my history of NASCAR, when I first became a NASCAR race fan, was I was a young kid in Marlboro, Massachusetts, and I came up on. I don't know if you guys remember Consumer Auto Parts, CAP. Yeah. I don't know if they're still around anymore. Yeah. They, got, well, they probably got absorbed. But there was a Richard Petty show car outside of that CAP in Marlboro, Mass. And I walked over to that, and I got to sit in it and look around at it. And and I was – and they gave me a hero. Richard wasn't there, obviously. But I got to see the hero. I got to have his hero. And I still have the hero card, as a matter of fact. Oh, my God. All that's these awesome. Years. That's I think awesome. it was like 60, 68, 69, maybe. But um, – 
but as I, as I tell that story, here's where I'm really going with that. So I, I became hooked as a young kid in Massachusetts way back then, went to West Coast Speedway. That was yep. my local track and really became a fan. But when you think about Jimmy Johnson for a second, here is another seven-time champion. You got the King, you've got Dale Earnhardt Sr., and then you've got Jimmy Johnson. I mean, to know that you could come to the Magic Mile one more time to see that guy compete and say, I saw him, I watched him race, yep. um, I think is pretty special. And as a race fan, I don't even want to lose sight of the fact that with all the things that we're doing to make sure fans feel safe, the real the real crux of what we're doing is entertaining with family, friends, and it's all about fun, right? That that's really what we're going to show and put on it. There's some guys that need to win a race um, and make yeah, no mistake yeah. about it. There's some really good guys below the cut line that, that a, a win at the Magic Mile would be would be really good. But yeah, the domination of, of Kevin Harvick is not to be denied. He's won twice in a row. Could he be, make it three? Um, I don't know. Uh, but I, I can tell you, he moved Kyle out of the way two years ago, and then he was <laughs> chewing on his back bumper last year. So the Toyotas are good here. Um, I tell you what, my, I think my dark horse for this race is Christopher Bell. And, and think about it this way. Strong in the Xfinity series, a couple wins. Great here, name. And, and certainly as his rookie year, he knows the speedway. So this could be his one. This could be the dance. I don't know. But uh, he, he's, he's somebody I've got my eye on for sure. Awesome. Is, De- is Denny Hamlin the one that's afraid of the lobster? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I, then I hope Denny Hamlin wins. Just because <laughs> yeah. I, I know they are still getting the lobster, right? Just shoving that in his face the last time that he won. You know, it's a great story. So when I walked up to him in victory lane the last time that he won a couple of years back now, about three years back now, um, he was he wanted nothing to do with that lobster. And I'm like, Denny, we're on live TV. We're, you're taking this lobster. And uh, you can see that the, just the fear in his eyes, but he's a good sport. Um, I think he certainly is. Uh, he gets ripped about it a lot, but uh, yeah, he's not a fan of lobsters to say the least. Are you guys going to have a lobster ready to go for victory lane this year? We are. We awesome. are. It'll be, awesome. it'll be a very, uh, it'll be a very different victory lane, but our plan is to uh, make the trophy presentation, the, the rainmaker trophy from Foxwoods. And then uh, after that is done, um, there'll be a gift that the, that the uh, Mashantucket Pequot tribal nation will also present um at victory lane and then we'll do the lobster as well that's nice. cool all right well it's not exactly the way we wanted to get racing in august in new hampshire but we're gonna do it anyway that's and right. you guys that's right you guys are doing a great job nascar and i know you guys do a great job there and you're getting ready the foxwoods 301 august 2nd up there at uh, new hampshire motor speedway nhms.com get some tickets you know get your clear cooler filled with stuff and go enjoy the race yeah, wait. look, don't and don't delay. Get get on the website now because we're only going to hit a certain capacity and then we have to stop and we still have yep. a few tickets left. Good. Tickets start at 70 bucks. Kids 12 and under are only $10. Um and then you know, here's here's kind of the run of the show. The perimeter gates to the, you know, to park will open up at 10 a.m. and then the actual gates to go into the grandstands will open up at 1, green flags at 3. So what we would ask is you come on in, you get yourself situated, get ready to come into the speedway, clear security, clear with your tickets, get in the stands, stay separated, enjoy a great race, wear your mask while you're doing all that. Yep. Then certainly you can take it off while you're sitting in the grandstands. But I think you're going to be in for it. Just a wonderful day in New Hampshire. And I know that the Magic Mile won't disappoint and that the Foxwoods Resort Casino 301 is going to be just another great race. Because it has been the last few years. I mean, yeah. people think, yeah, well, yeah. Yes. 
it's it's not been that great at that. And I'm like, what race are you watching? <laughs> I, I, I think the last couple, couple of years has been absolutely nail biters. Yeah. Um, and with a lot of guys needing to win to get in, um, I, I think that there's going to be some great racing here at the old Magic Mile in a, in a few, in what, 11 days. Yeah. I'm so excited to come up. I can't awesome. wait. Awesome. Can't wait. Awesome. Well, great. Dave, we look forward to seeing you again. Uh, I'm sure Timmy will run into you at some point up there with a mask yeah. on. It'll say Wicked Fast Podcast. Yeah, on we got so a Wicked Fast Podcast mask. Good. Yeah. Good. Yep. That's and, awesome. Uh, we appreciate the time and uh, best of luck with the race. And uh, we know you guys will do appreciate a great job. It. Yeah, thank you, guys. And I appreciate you having me on. And if you need me for anything, just give me a call. Awesome. Look forward to seeing you. Great. All right, thanks, Dave. Thank you, Dave. All right, you bet. All right, we'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Awesome. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with, uh, I don't think it works this way. Oh, oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. All right. One of the nicest great. guys. He's, He's awesome. such a nice guy. Yeah, he's great. Just love that guy. And they will, they'll do a great job up there. I'm so excited to go up. And thank God it wasn't this past weekend. Oh, my God. We would have died. I have a feeling it still might be warm. No. I looked this you're, morning. You're, I've been you're, looking every day. You've been looking at the extended 80, forecast? 81 with a 20% chance of rain. All right. That's, uh, that's all right. 81 degrees. I'll take 81. I'll take that for up in Loudoun 97. For yeah. That will be like fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah be like the old September race. <laughs> yeah, oh, those September races. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say before we go to tech, uh, Kansas, I wanted to say like, oh, yeah, get more hospitality so you can take the Vegas race away because that's the only reason why they went to Vegas was <laughs> yeah. for hospitality. Yeah. Oh, you so and Vegas. Shove it in our face. You with our and Vegas. You're funny. Unbelievable. Uh, but that'll be fun. Uh, I'll be down the Cape, unfortunately. But uh, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, the parking yeah, lot's only open up at ten. I was hoping to go up at like seven to get after it. But well, you know, I wonder what time a media lot opens. Yeah, that is true. Mm. <laughs> I still got to email Sam and say that I'm interested in hopes that everything works out. It's just gonna be weird. Yeah, it's just weird. gonna be weird from what we're used to. I know, but what? But everyone, everything's weird now. But it's exciting to be able to actually just go to a race. So oh, cool. I can't wait. That'd be cool. Can't wait. All right. Uh, so Kansas, we got Kansas, Kansas tomorrow. Kansas. Night. Oh, we yeah. Have, Thursday night yeah. racing. Thursday night racing. 7.30 p.m. on NBCSN. It'll be interesting to see how cable affects the NASCAR races. Yeah. Um, it is the Superstar Batteries 400. Uh, I don't think that they announced the starting lineup yet, um, which is Did weird because usually they do it like the day after the race, but I haven't seen anything because um, – at a mile and a half, it's all about track position and open air. And I don't see who has the pole. Um, I will say that Chad Knauss will not be William Byron's crew chief for this race. Him and his wife are expecting their second child. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how the 24 team reacts when they are in the playoff hunt. So keep an eye out on that. Either way, once they do announce the lineup, um, just so you guys know, 46% of the race winners have won from the top five. 13 out of 28 races have been won by drivers who start in the top five. So open air and track position, just like this entire post-pandemic wow. thing's been going, that's what it is. 
Um, last year, you had Brad Kay and Denny Hamlin. They won both races, the May and October race. Yep. And then you had Denny Logano, Chase, and Kevin Harvick winning stages. Um, but overall, the last six races, Martin Truex Jr., he has the most wins. He has two. Chase has a win. Harvick has a win. Brad Kay and Denny Hamlin. So a, no I feel one's like really MTJ's dominant. been a little quiet, too. Yeah. No one's really been dominant. Yeah. Uh, at this track like that really like sticks out sure you could say that chase and martin truex jr have four top five finishes out of mm-hmm. the last six races that is very impressive but i think what we need to focus on is the last five mile and a half tracks and your boy ryan blaney mm-hmm. is ridiculous in the last five races he has gotten a total of 241 points wow the next two closest drivers are tied with 191 points denny hamlin and chase elliott that's a full race difference if you actually think about it yeah so if you only had one start with ryan blaney left and you used him last week guess what you can use, use him again, again. <laughs> use him again who ryan would be blaney in that boat great at mile and a half and if he leads 100 laps going before stage two take him out of your lineup he ain't gonna win. <laughs> he's not gonna win it's just kind of how it works uh, um sorry blaney so yeah so ryan blaney and Brad Kay, both Penske drivers, in the last five mile and a half tracks that we've had this season, each of them have finished in the top 10. So Brad Kay might be a good guy to throw into your lineup as well. Uh, Kurt Busch and Kevin Harvick, they each have four top 10s. So Kurt Busch, I don't think a lot of people usually use Kurt Busch. Um, he might be a good garage driver for the weekend. Okay. Um, Tyler Reddick, average finish of 8.8 in the last five mile and a half races. But it's he's his first running well. Race at he's Kansas, running well. So he's running well. And and like um, you know, I'm curious, like if if Kyle Busch can kind of build on his Texas run and mm-hmm. keep things going. Yeah, uh, seems like that was the right direction. Good at Kansas is Eric Jones. He has four top ten finishes and is tenth overall in the most fantasy points earned. So that should be satisfying enough to throw someone into. If you need somebody. Yep. Um, and then the best average finishes, uh, here, are the top, here are the top 10. Martin Truex Jr. has the best. Harvick, Chase, Brad Kay, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin. Uh, those are your best average finishes at Kansas. So I really think it's just going to be – I think Ford's just going to dominate again because that's all they've been doing. Yeah. Like I had no idea that Chevy had a chance of winning last week and then Austin Dillon – Shows up and it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how pitch strategy works because that's the only reason why Austin Dillon won. Yeah, they went with two tires. Kyle Reddick went with no tires and gas, <laughs> and that's what pulled it off. So I think depends if Quinn Hoff wrecks with you know yeah, seven Quinn to go Hoff's or not. In a race, just don't just don't even do your fantasy one. Just just don't. I'm gonna especially, put him in the garage. I think. Yeah, especially yeah. use Perry. I, I haven't used all my Quinn Hoff uses yet. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I might if I had a larger lead in fantasy, I might throw in my my Quinn Hoff. <laughs> that's I'm a, that would be a points flex right there. Yeah, right. Yeah. I feel like that's what Dewey Dewey, uh, Dewey drivers riding driving school, school could have done yeah. last year because yeah. he was winning he by gajillion. so much. All right, so should we make a pick then? Yep, Quinn Hoff. No. Quinn. <laughs> what do you got? Um, I think I'm gonna go with Eric Amarola just because it'll be another driver to get another win, and that's what I want. All right. I think Ryan Blaney's mad and wants to win, so I'm going to go Blaney. I don't blame you. Yep, so there you go. I don't blame My you boy Blaney. And there we go. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Next, we did it. And then after this, we got Loudon. 
Nice. Oh, boy. We can preview. We can talk about New Hampshire Motor Speedway next week. All about it. That's good. All right. You can find us, of course, on the uh, social media. What's that called? Social media. You know, Twitter. The Twitter machine. At Wicked Fast PDCST. At Wicked Fast Podcast on Instagram. Wicked Fast Podcast Facebook page where this has been streaming live. You can go to B-Pod Studios. BPodStudios.com. There's some uh, great stuff there. Or WROR.com slash Wicked Fast. You could do it there as well. Uh, is that it? We good? That's it. All Wear right. a mask, you idiots. Is the uh, Banner Banter podcast, uh, when is that coming uh, next episode? Uh, Banner Banter podcast is back. Uh, episode 75 came out this last Monday. All right. Um, if you're into the you Celtics. you want to hear me yell about Kemba Walker and his knee issues? Yeah, what the heck, huh? This is the episode for you. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks, Timmy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's it. See ya. See ya. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with a... I don't think it works this way. Oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com.